a whopping 18.4% of businesses fail in less than 12 months of being open. What? And 90% of small businesses fail. And there's multiple reasons. Money running out, being in the wrong market, lack of research, bad partnerships, ineffective marketing, and not being an expert in their industry. So that was a pretty sobering statistic, but I do think it's so important to give context and to not sugarcoat the journey of entrepreneurship, to not let Instagram or social media make you feel as though it's easy because it's not. Welcome to Building Unapologetically, the podcast where we dive into the raw journey of personal growth, business building, and faith-infused strategies. I'm your host, Jordan Guyton, and I'm here to share my unfiltered highs, lows, and the lessons I've learned along the way. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and empowered to build your dreams unapologetically. All right, welcome to another episode of Building Unapologetically. I am so excited to talk about evolution because I really feel like I'm in my next level era. You have to step into her before you even become her. Like you have to be her now. And I really think that's the sauce that I'm in. And I really think that's the sauce that has elevated me as I've grown my business for the past three years. So I'm gonna rewind it all the way back all the way back, I'm being dramatic, to 2020. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you haven't listened to episode one where I broke down my story and how I got into entrepreneurship, be sure you bookmark that, download it, and save it so that you can listen to it after this. But I wanna talk about the fact that we hit our first six figures before we hit the one-year mark in our business. And it's so crazy to even say out loud. I remember talking to one of my friends yesterday at lunch. Hey, Alex, if you're listening. And we were talking about the, gosh, the wilderness of building a business and some of the things that we're just not prepared for as business owners when taking the leap, how over glamorized being an entrepreneur is and that it's hard. Like hitting six figures before the one year mark is not normal, I don't think. And it really was by the grace of God, a thousand percent. And there are other things that I'm going to talk about today that helped me and what shifts I've made that I think really accelerated that for me. So grab your pen and paper. This is going to be one of those really gem dropping type of episodes, because I really think that if you are in a season of building your business and not really sure about what's next or how to be her now or how to step into that next era of yourself, I really think these six things changed the game for me, brought in the dream clients for me, kept me, sustained me. And, you know, being in business for three years, it's just insane. So just the statistic to put it into context, a whopping 18.4% of businesses fail in less than 12 months of being open. What? and 90% of small businesses fail. And there's multiple reasons, money running out, being in the wrong market, lack of research, bad partnerships, ineffective marketing, and not being an expert 
in their industry. So let's go ahead and dive into it. That was a pretty sobering statistic, but I do think it's so important to give context and to not sugarcoat this, to not sugarcoat the journey of entrepreneurship, to not let Instagram or social media make you feel as though it's easy because it's not. (laughs) It'd be a little crunchy sometimes. The six shifts that got me to six figures and beyond. So shift number one, my faith. Of course, I know it's a given, but I think that it's something important to speak to. I am a God girl through and through. There is no gray line over here. And I really think that faith has been an integral part of my journey, meaning that there are so many times, especially, I was going to say especially in year one, but no, every day up until this point, like into right now, there are moments in building your business and being an entrepreneur where it looks like things are not going to work out. It looks like no one's going to come to your masterclass. It looks like no one's signing up for your group coaching program. It looks like you're not going to hit your numbers. There's a lot of it looks like. And there's something that you have to have, which I think is faith, to keep you pushing when things don't seem to be working out for your good and having the faith that the thing that you want, the vision that you were called to do, the influence that you're supposed to have, the business that you're supposed to build is going to come to pass. And I remember listening to a sermon about your vision and your dreams, whether it is in business or anything in life, right? If you've seen it, if he's called you to it, he will see you through it. And and I remember the pastor saying that oftentimes we have to give earth the chance to catch up to everything that we've already seen. And my faith in my business, knowing that this is going to be a million, multi-million dollar business, the faith that we're going to help and touch so many entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs who run heart-centered service-based businesses that will be in companies, Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 50 companies, serving their business owners to the highest level. Like I believe all of that and I've seen all of that. And in the moments where it's a little bit crunchy, I've had my faith to rely on that. That looks like journaling, praying, worship music in the morning, before my live workshops, all of that. That was a big shift. And really writing that down and going back to my journal entries and just seeing all the things that I wanted when I first started my business, it's so crazy to cross them off. It's so beautiful the way that God continues to work and allows me to cross those things off in my journal. Shift number two, community. I know that you know know, if you don't know, now you know, that community is my heartbeat. You can't do entrepreneurship alone. If you think that you're going to build the company that you feel called to build, whether it's $100 a month, $100,000 a month, whether it's $100 million a month, you cannot do it by yourself. And so I know early on starting my business and immersing myself in communities really solidified my confidence. It allowed me to be myself. It encouraged me to create my own community. And in the first beginning stages of my business, I didn't have the money to invest 
to pay to play, right, per se, to invest in masterminds or invest in memberships or to invest in things that cost money to be in proximity to people who are like-minded. My community, when I first started my business, looks like being in free Facebook groups. It looks like reading other people's posts in these free Facebook groups and engaging. I don't know if y'all, you gotta remember Clubhouse. Clubhouse was another place where I found community and met people and grew relationships with people. And I don't want payment to be a barrier to keep you from growing with people who are on the same wavelength as you. There are so many different tiers of community to immerse yourself in that if you are not in community, this journey is going to feel so isolating. It's going to feel so cold. There are going to be many days where you wish you could pick up the phone and have that person on the receiving end say, oh, girl, yes, been there, done that, right? And so building that support system and surrounding yourself with a supportive community, whether it's online, whether it's in person, and if you are froggy, you about that life, build your own community. Like I said, I started in free Facebook groups, then I created my own free Facebook group, then I created a group coaching program that had a built-in community component in it in my paid offer. It's inevitable that you need to be surrounded. And so I encourage you as you're listening to this to think about what current community that you have. And if it's not nourishing you, if it's not encouraging you, if it's not stretching you to go to that next level, to think about where you should be next to grow, to flourish, okay? Number three, the third shift, this is one of my favorites, is investing in self. Coaching for me has been life-changing and I've invested in myself since I started my business. Let me tell you, when I first started my business in 2020, I had no idea what this thing was gonna be. And I remember I had found a business coach that was recommended to me from my VA at the time. She was like, oh, if you're looking for help for building your business, structure, blah, 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 all the things. I know someone, her name's Noshaba. So shout out to you, Noshaba, if you're listening. I ended up putting my first business coach on my personal credit card. It was $2,500. Yep, gulp, what? I think I, did I do a payment plan or did I pay in full? I think I, I don't remember, but I paid and I was nervous. Whether I did a payment plan or I paid in full, your girl was shaking and I was like, who? 25 what? 250? 25 what? I was shook to the core. But that investment taught me how to think differently. Before I hired my coach, I was doing a lot of done-for-you work, done-for-you content creation, done-for-you Canva graphics, email strategy. Like, I was doing everything for my clients, and I didn't know that I could be paid for the ideation and just the strategy of all the things, right? The ideation of your content, the ideation of how you would show up, the ideation of content ideas, right? I didn't know that was possible. And being poured into and being coached, I was stretched. I was stretched to knowing that people were making $5,000 a month in their business. And I was like, wait, what? Then I found out they were making 10,000 and 20,000 and 50,000 and six figure months. It stretched me and it caused me to imagine and dream bigger. It has directly impacted my decision-making and my business strategies. And from my first business coach, I've invested it 
every stage of my business. I've invested to learn how to create automation for my business. I invested over a lot, five figures into a group coaching program to teach me how to secure corporate contracts. I've been in coaching programs to help me build out my group coaching program. I am an advocate for coaching and investing in yourself. And oftentimes, you know, I'm met with the pushback of, you know, Jordan, I've invested in programs. I've put money towards courses and programs and they weren't what I thought it was going to be. And me too, sis. Been there, done that. One day I'll share about the $10,000 investment that poor child. Anyway, what I say to that is every investment, especially if you feel good when you make that investment, when you swipe your credit card, when you transfer the funds over, if it feels good in your body when you do it, then it should be a lesson. Whether you reap the program promise or it the program promise is never delivered. And on the never delivered side, you look at it from a side of this is how I would change it in my position, right? If I ran a coaching company or if I had a course or if the way that I speak to my clients, I would not do it that way and I'm learning. Or maybe the way that the content was delivered was not the way that you digest or you learn. So that's another learning lesson of this wasn't enough for me or this was too much for me. So moving forward, when I work with my clients, you think in your head, this is the shift that I would make. So I think when I approach investments in my business, especially after having those coach burn moments, because it does happen, I had to shift to the point of because I'm in it, because I said yes to the program, because I'm committed, because I dedicated, because I invested, I'm gonna make it pop no matter what. And whatever that looks like, is it building the relationship if the curriculum is crunchy? If it's the curriculum's amazing, right? And you're leaning into that and you're taking that to the next level. Just knowing that wherever I invest, wherever I put my money, I'm gonna make it pop, period, okay? Before we get to the fourth shift, I want to plug, if you haven't gotten it yet, my profitable content roadmap. I'm going back to thinking about just structure and coaching. And if you don't know how to do something, either find a coach, find a program, find a course. YouTube University will only take you so far, right? And oftentimes you have to get through that paywall to get the deeper work accomplished. But my profitable content roadmap is free. It's a great way to start your journey when it comes to social media and mapping out your content. And if you haven't quite mastered that yet or need a little bit more structure around that, this roadmap is perfect. And all you have to do is DM me on Instagram. You can DM me the word roadmap and you will get your free downloadable copy. So that leads me to, I feel like this is a great segue. This leads me into my fourth shift that took me to six figures and it's social media. Surprise, surprise. Leveraging social media to grow my business changed my life. It literally changed my life. I had been intentional as I could be about content before starting my business. But when I started to take it seriously from every angle, when I started to take it seriously from connecting with my audience to actually converting my audience, it really helped me build a strong presence on social media. And I remember starting my business, I was scared to do any business stuff on Instagram. 
Instagram. I would not go live. It took me, I don't even remember how long, a few months to even post on Instagram that I had a business. And the majority, not majority, all of, 100% of my clients came from Facebook, came from those Facebook groups I was telling you about, came from me posting on my Facebook page. I gave so much value in Facebook groups. I remember there was a group that I was a part of. And if you remember me or know me from this group, or if you're a part of this group, it's called Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs. And in my first year business, I paid for their standout member, what is it, membership? And I believe it was $97 a month. You could go live once a week in the Facebook group. You could promo once a week. You could give value. And y'all, I would wake up at all. If you ask my husband, he thought I was crazy. I would wake up at 6 a.m. to go live because I wanted to hit all the time zones because it was a global group. I would go live at 6 p.m. I would post my offer. I would get clients left and right from just giving value in social media Facebook groups. And I want to emphasize the importance of consistency consistency and intentional content creation because I was consistent. I was going live every single week in that group. I was intentional. I was giving so much value from the personal side of things to the resources part of things to the expert side of things. It was so good. It, what a time. And I don't think Facebook groups are dead. Maybe one day I will go back to them. But then I started to shift my focus into tackling Instagram. And I continued what I had created, my three C's framework. We'll talk about that in another episode, clarity, content, and consistency. And then I started applying that into Instagram as well, making my announcement on Instagram, getting consistent on Instagram, and again, changed the freaking game. Change the game. So if you have not been taking social media seriously or been intentional about it, one, make sure you have the profitable content roadmap that I just talked about. But two, take some time to ideate how you can start to show up intentionally and more consistently on social media. Shift number five, systems. Implementing, put put a finger down if you feel like hearing the word systems or processes or operations feels overwhelming to you. Put a finger, my fingers down. But also I'm gonna put my finger back up because it really made a difference when I made it simple. Six shifts to six figures were my systems. My systems looked like my profit and loss sheet in the very beginning, right? My expenses sheet was in Excel. I would write down every client I got. I would write down anything that I spent money on from my coaching to my post-its to my ring light, anything like that. I would put into systems my content. I would write out all my content ideas, put it on a content calendar, create my shoot day, create my shoot list, My clients had a system for that. At the time, I was using a platform called HoneyBook. Right now, I'm using something called ClickUp. If you're interested in that, I can share a little bit more of that in the show notes and I can drop the link so that you can look into ClickUp. And a system is simply a way, maybe I should Google, I'm gonna Google the definition of systems. The definition of systems, a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting work. I'm going to take it even simpler. A set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. An organized framework or method. So it's one, I do this. Two, I do this. Three, I do this. Four, I do this. Having systems really helped because when I then brought in my virtual assistant, all she had to do was look at the notes that I had written down for the things that were already working in my business. So I encourage you to document the things that you do repetitively in your business, even if it's in a Google Doc, so that you have some sort of structure and system 
them in your business, okay? Because having that is crucial for business growth and when you start to hire people within your organization, your business. Shift number six, we're gonna land this plane. I hope this has been meaty for you. I hope this has been educational for you. I hope this is stretching you. I get really excited and I geek out about this. Okay, so number six, and you're gonna be like, duh, Jordan. But number six is consistency. Consistency by far has contributed to my success. Consistency by far has allowed me to hit six figures, multiple six figures, cross over half a million dollars in my business, which is out of body experience what we started our business three years ago. And it's easier said than done, right? Consistency in the way that you show up, consistency in the way that you serve your clients, consistency in the way that you show up authentically, consistency in the way that you map things out in your business, in the way that you send out your emails, in the way that you invest in yourself, consistency in the way that you take off time and pour into yourself. Consistency changes everything. Consistency builds a business. And too often we are being consistent with external things that maybe aren't contributing to our business. We're being consistent in things that aren't serving us when then the things that actually move the needle, like creating content or selling or engaging with warm leads or ideating what's next in your business, we are not upholding those commitments to ourselves. We're not being consistent with those things in our business. And then we wonder why our sales aren't working. We're not consistent in being uncomfortable in launching new offers. We're not being consistent in launching the same offer over and over and over again, even when one person signs up. I really hope this is landing because consistency, if you lean in, if you trust the process, there's no other option but for greatness and success to happen. I encourage you to write down, like right now, one thing this week you can get consistent with. Whether it is creating your content, whether it is chunking your calendar, whether it is creating all your emails for your email list, whether it is following up with people that you said you were going to follow up with, whether it is going to the gym to help your mind and your body, right? What is that one thing you'll be consistent with? And I encourage you, let's take it a step further. If we're really about that life, share this episode in your stories on Instagram and tag me with the one thing you plan to be consistent with. Let's do this. Like we're about to close out the year, y'all. We about to go off. We about to be her now, okay? So we have to get consistent. So I'm gonna just run through the six things one more time. My faith, hallelujah, community, investing in myself and coaching, social media, systems, and consistency. Again, if you want to get consistent with your content, do me a favor and download your profitable content roadmap. It is absolutely free. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram, the word roadmap. And even to make it easier, why don't we go ahead and put it in the show notes as well. You can just click the link and sign up for your free profitable content roadmap. I thank you for your time. I want you to know that, like I said in the beginning of the episode, six figures before hitting that one year milestone, grace of God, but I did it. So that means you can do it, that it's not impossible. 
And I want to continue to be that light for anyone who dreams big because there's so many lights for me that have allowed me to dream big. And no, if you've seen it done, why not you? I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Building Unapologetically. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Building Unapologetically. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating, and share this episode in your Instagram stories ASAP. Don't forget to tag me, at Jordan Guyton. Your feedback and support truly means the world to us and helps us reach more listeners who are on their journey to building unapologetically.